Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. Hi, welcome back. This will be for 2 Corinthians chapter 10. The heading reads, Being, Bring every thought into obedience, Paul glories in the Lord. Verse 1, Now I, Paul, speak my... Uh, let me start over. Now I, Paul, myself, beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who is in presence and base among you, but being absent and bold toward you. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence wherewith I think so be bo- think to be bold against some, which think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. In other words, he's saying, let virtue garnish your thoughts unceasingly control those thoughts, and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled, do ye look on things after the outward appearance? If any man trust to himself that he is Christ's, let him of himself think this again, that as he is Christ's, even so we are, and even so are we Christ's. For though I should boast somewhat more of our authority, which the Lord hath given us for edification and not for your destruction, I should not be ashamed, that I may not seem as if I would terrify you by letters. For his letters, say they, are weighty and powerful, but his bodily presence is weak, and his speech contemptible. Elder Maxwell said, Paul in his epistles indicated at least one reaction to his outward appearance and to his personality. Some people regarded his letters as powerful and weighty, but his bodily presence as weak. His speech was regarded as rude or contemptible, thus the absence of a commanding physical presence, or in modern political terms, the absence of charisma can cause people to disregard or dismiss one actually sent of God, even though the substance of the individual or his message is exceedingly important. These hints of Paul's physical unimpressiveness, but his power in writing, seem to be reflected in a statement by the prophet Joseph Smith given in January of 1841 at the organization of a school of instruction. He is about five feet high, very dark hair, dark complexion, dark skin, large Roman nose, sharp face, small black eyes, penetrating as eternity, round shoulders, a whining voice except when elevated, and then it almost resembled the roaring of a lion. He was a good orator, active and diligent, always employing himself in doing good to his fellow man. Verse 11, Let such and one think this, that such as we are in word by letters, when we are absent, such will be also indeed when we are present. For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves. But they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. But we will not boast of things without our measure, but according to the measure of the rule which God hath distributed to us, a measure to reach even unto you." Bruce R. McConkie said, Boasting is of two kinds, either righteous or unrighteous, either in the arm of flesh or in the, ar- or in the Lord and his gracious goodness and power. He that glory- glorieth, let him glory in the Lord, Paul said in summing up a sermon on boasting. For not, for not he that commendeth himself is approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. Ammon spoke similarly, I do not boast in my own strength nor in my own wisdom, but 
Behold, my joy is full, yea, my heart is brim with joy, and I will rejoice in my God, yea, I know that I am nothing, as to my strength I am weak. Therefore I will not boast of myself, but I will boast of my God, for in his strength I can do all things. Therefore let us glory, yea, we will glory in the Lord, yea, we will rejoice, for our joy is full, yea, we will, we will praise our God forever. Behold, who can glory too much in the Lord? Verse 14, For we stretch not ourselves beyond our measure, as though we reach not unto you. For we are come as far as to you also in preaching the gospel of Christ, not boasting of things without our measure, that is, of other men's labors, but having hope, when your faith is increased, that we shall be enlarged by you according to our rule abundantly, to preach the gospel in the regions round. Uh, in the regions beyond you, and not to boast in another man's line of things, made ready to our hand. But he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. For not he that commendeth himself is approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. So we can boast in the Lord, but just not in ourselves or in, in the strength of man. Anyway, that's the end of the chapter, and we'll see you next time. Bye.